Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents The Dave Holly Hour. Brought to you by Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th, The Sky in Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Ale Hop Brewery Tours, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and Sonny's Pizzeria. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations. A true lover of arts, entertainment, good food, and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Holly. Welcome, Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment lovers. The calendar is getting full again as we head into fall. Saturday is the Sidewalk Arts Festival. Chelsea Cronin from the Washington Pavilion will join us to talk about the big event. Then later in the show, Nick Jackson from Midtown Coffee Radio Hour will be along to talk about the new season that starts tonight. Plus, we'll give away the coveted weekly honorable mention, as well as draw for this week's winner of pizza with a podcaster. But first, let's pop the cork on the bubbly. Time to grab your favorite beverage, lift it high, and toast it to being Thursday, a.k.a. Weekend Eve. Hey, the weekend isn't around the corner, it's here! So long, hump day in your frumpy way. We say hello to Thursdays with opening nights. The weekend is near and we can see the bright lights. Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty, we can't wait for Friday, so a day early, we start the party. Raise them high, no matter where you might be, no matter what you might be drinking, be appropriate regardless. And make sure that you toast means. Yes, some of us are so full we don't recall what a meme was. We know what memos were, but uh, now there's this new thing that you'll find on social media called a meme. It's usually a cute little saying or something along that line. Uh, and somebody will poke fun of something, things along that line. But uh, there's been a lot of great memes that have come along lately. I'm not going to list any of them. You know what I'm talking about. I'll just tell you which one is my favorite. Mine that I've seen in the past year is never take criticism from someone you wouldn't seek the advice of. So I will toast that. You toast your own meme. The Weekend Eve Toast has been brought to you by Ale Hop Brewery Tours. Let Jason get you there so you can indulge without the responsibility. That's what James said on Facebook. He went on to compliment Ale Hop on their knowledge of the local craft beer scene. No matter what brewery in Sioux Falls or distillery is your favorite, Ale Hop Brewery Tours gets you and your friends there in a really cool van. All you have to do, enjoy the beer or the spirits. Book your private tours at alehopbrewerytours.com. Already out and about on the weekend? Well, hop on a public tour. For more info, call 605-777-2183. That is 605-777-2183. Ale Hop Brewery Tours, where micro fans meet micro brews. It's time to pick a lucky winner of Pizza with a Podcaster. Everyone that follows the Dave Holly Hour on Facebook or Instagram automatically entered. We draw one name each week, and this week we say congratulations to Hope Dunkel. Hope Dunkel wins a pizza from Sonny's Pizzeria. Congratulations. We'll be in touch. Get you all set up for some jowl-dropping, show-stopping, thin-crust pizza. 
Pizza with a Podcaster, brought to you by Sonny's Pizzeria, right across from USF 26th and Waltz, and Sonny's at 81 on South Phillips. Check out the very fun and incredibly flavorful menu online, sonnyspizzeria.com. So what has made Dave smile, laugh, guffaw, chuckle, chortle, slap the knee silly, or just be happy in general, maybe even a tear of joy? That's what this week's honorable mention is. It's a good deed. Thank you to a young lady at Caribou Coffee over there on, let's see, 49th and Louise. My wife works just a, a couple of blocks away from there. Occasionally, um, because of our one-vehicle situation, I will drive her to work, but sometimes we'll go early so that I can drop her off. She, you know, takes a little bit of time just to have a nice cup of java at Caribou. Well, this young gal apparently has uh, been, you know, quite nice to my wife, Carrie, and uh, as uh, they've been chit-chatting over the past couple of months, she remembered where Carrie worked. Good thing, because my wife left her lunch bag there. Thankfully, it wasn't a purse or anything else or a cell phone, but regardless, she had forgotten her lunch bag there. And then when this young lady got off her shift at 12.30, she took it to her. Oh, thank you, young lady at Caribou. Big tip for you next time that I'm in there for sure. All right, so coming up later in the show, Nick Jackson from Midtown Coffee Radio Hour to talk about the new season for that show that starts tonight. And uh, by the way, I do happen to be involved in that show as well. I've been one of the Midtowners from the very beginning. And then in just a little bit, as in right around the corner type stuff, Chelsea Cronin from the Washington Pavilion joins us to talk about Saturday's Sidewalk Arts Festival. It's all ahead on the Dave Holly Hour. Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does while supplying high-quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th. Dr. Perry Langston and Dr. Corey Tooney know excellence is in you. That's why they provide you with excellent care at XL Chiropractic, improving your overall health in spirit, body, mind, and will. Get results the natural way. Arrange a consultation, 605-332-9235 or xlchiros.com. Excellent care for excellent people. XL Chiropractic, located at 4309 South Racket Drive in Sioux Falls. He's a bit flirtatious, but most of all, fun. Once again, here's Dave Hawley. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, 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 yeah. You've gotten used to it now, haven't you? You, you will wait it with every conversation that comes up. You're sitting there going, it's 10 bucks he's going to say, it's always a pleasure. Well, that's because it is. It's always a pleasure to have uh, return guests, new guests, talk about arts and entertainment. Well, it's a new one, but not new to me. Uh, I used to play birthday songs for her years ago <laughs> when I worked at K101 Radio in Laverne because her grandmother, who's still alive, would call up and say, 
Well, it's Chelsea's birthday now. <laughs> Chelsea Cronin, how are you? Hey, I am great. How are you uh, oh, today? Oh, wonderful. Good to see you. So good to see you. Yeah, and uh, such fun, you know, reminiscing about, uh, you know, oh my the, gosh, yes. over there in God's country of Minnesota, right? Absolutely. <laughs> All those great memories of growing up there. Absolutely. Well, your grandma Bev would be so proud of the fact that I'm talking to you. Oh my gosh, interviewing absolutely it. she would be. Yeah, so you, does she do anything with the internet? Oh, yes. She um, can, she, okay. She, for a very long time, was actually, uh, back in the day when everybody did the forewords of like, forward this, or you're going to have seven years of bad luck. <laughs> um, I got a million and one of those. But I can she's imagine. Pretty, she's pretty savvy for 80, almost 89. There you go. It's great. Yeah. Good, good, good. My mother's 94 and uh, she listens. Oh, so, I love you know, that. it's nice that uh, they have that technology. Absolutely. And have uh, learned how to use it at Most least. Definitely. So they can catch great moments like this. Absolutely. Uh, this is going to be fun. Reason you're here is you work at the pavilion. First of all, tell us what is your job there? So I am our director of development. I've been with the organization for about three and a half years now. And the team that I work with, we oversee all of the fundraising efforts of the organization. So if you see something, a show that's sponsored or an exhibition in one of our, uh, in our visual arts center or over in our science center, that's our team. Um, working with those local community partners to bring in that extra funding to support the mission. All right. And we'll come back to that because you know, the reason that you're in is not just to talk about what you do. But uh, one of the biggest projects you have throughout the year. <laughs> Definitely. It's hard to imagine that uh, summer's gone by and we are ready for the Sidewalk Arts Festival at the Pavilion. Indeed. This Saturday, September 10th, we are ready for our 59th annual Sidewalk Arts Festival. I know a lot of people hear 59th annual and they think, and wait a going, second, the Pavilion yeah. hasn't been around that long. <laughs> uh, so it actually was started by the Civic Fine Arts Center. And so as uh, that grew and changed and then morphed into to what is now the pavilion we eventually um, were able to take on that event for them and so it has this exceptionally long beautiful history um, we have so many return vendors that come back each year mm -hmm. and it's fun to hear their stories about how it's evolved and how it's changed and grown and uh, let's talk about the different types of vendors. You know, that's what I love is you've got these a uh, couple of blocks blocked off. Pardon we the sure pun. We do. <laughs> uh, but it just happens to be such a great area. You're uh, right on the skirts of downtown. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, Mother Nature will bless us with a, a great day. I'm keeping my fingers crossed Me for that. Me too. <laughs> always do because it is so fun to be down there and just walk around. You know, you can take however long you want. But you know what the fun part is? Is, uh, you know, it's not just going to be some fine art. You're going to have uh, some commercial type art. You uh, sure are. You're going to have arts and crafts. Uh, you're you're going to find butter and cheese and, and all sorts of food stuff. It runs the gamut. Yeah, it really does. Uh, is it still, you know, something that it takes a jury, though, to determine it really, uh, who gets in? It does. So okay. that's a really unique aspect of our festival compared to others that are local, uh, you know, in their region and the state is that we are a juried festival. So at the heart of everything we do for Sidewalk Arts Festival, we want to know that the art that we're bringing in, that all the various products that we're bringing in are handcrafted. So we don't want anything that's mass produced mm -hmm. um, by machinery or anything like that. We really want to make sure it's handcrafted and personally made. So there's just that extra touch of love and um, you know that art component of it. So we do, we have a jury that goes through all of the hundreds of applications that we receive from vendors to participate in the festival. Um, so they go through that selection committee, those folks narrow it down, and then um, 
the, we invite those folks in to come participate with us. So we have over 240 vendors this year, wow. which will be close to now. Some of them will say, hey, I need an extra booth space right. because I have such a large booth. So we have over 240 vendors, but I think we have pushing 280 booths. So it it has grown tremendously. And like you said, we have so much variety and I it's a bit of a cliche to say it, but we do. We have something for everybody. Very so true. Yeah. you are looking for a beautiful piece of handcrafted jewelry we have that you're looking for um, something for your mom to put up in her yard we've got that um, again like those sauces those dips the soups the vendors that are doing you know barbecue sauce or different things like that so it's wisconsin it, cheese guy there again wisconsin cheese yes. is back they're it. they're phenomenal partners of ours yeah. so yeah they actually also they uh sponsor the event as well so in addition to being a vendor they oh, also wow. sponsor so that's a pretty unique thing for them yeah so how long does it take you to prepare for this every year or is this a year round we spend a year on this yeah, yeah it really is because i think people are surprised that our jury um before the end of this calendar year, we'll be taking applications for the following year's mm -hmm. festival. Um, and then we start reviewing those. We have folks that apply through May, and then we review those with our jury, get those selections down. With that said, we tell folks, you know, our deadline is May 20th, but of course we want to make sure that people who ha want to participate are able to do so. So we actually, we do take late registrations. We did finally close those last week um, because we said, Hey, we have to be able to be most yeah. prepared for everyone. Right. <laughs> so um, at that point, we had to say, sorry, guys, it's no longer able to take any additional at mm -hmm. that point. But yeah, so it's it's a pretty intense process. It takes right. a, a big group of people. You mentioned earlier, uh, 59th, uh, yeah. and it started off from the Arts Council. And mm -hmm. uh, But when did the pavilion actually say, hey, let's host it here? So the great thing was that it actually came over with Arts Council. They mm -hmm. were continuing to host that event. And then I, I forgive me, I don't know the exact year that it um, became the pavilion's responsibility. But um, for as long as I'm aware of, we've been we've been doing that. Yeah, event. I'm trying to think back. I know um, at least 25 plus yeah, yeah, at least 20. Um, yeah. So the pavilion celebrated its 20th anniversary in 19. So um, we're ramping up for yeah, a big 25th anniversary, hopefully. Because I just remember that uh, I was working at uh, Kello AM oh, sure. uh, in 2000, um, and it just started there. And one of the first things we started to cover was the Sidewalk yeah. Arts Festival. And uh, going over there, and it's like, oh my goodness gracious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, these big thing going on. Absolutely. These festivals are such a huge undertaking. It really takes a team of people. Um, we have a saying, um, it's actually part of our um, code of honor at the pavilion that every day is Sidewalk Arts Festival um, <laughs> because we say Sidewalk Arts Festival is an all hands on deck type of event. Literally right. every team is working that day. So we have folks that come out and they start at 2 a.m. Um, and they're getting everything prepped for our vendors to arrive. And then it runs throughout the day. And then generally our last folks that are cleaning up the very end of the festival are hopefully leaving by 7, 7.30. Um, and then those streets are opening again at 8 o'clock at oh. night. So yeah, it's, it, it used to be a, a longer event because it would uh, it cover was. Friday night, Saturday, and uh, part of Sunday, too. Yes, and it is a, it's fast and furious, I tell you. Our vendors start showing up around 2 a.m. to get set up. 
um, our streets close at midnight. So, okay. so that's an important thing for folks to know. If you're going downtown, yeah. we're going to have some street closures. We've or, been putting that out on our social media. <laughs> so please take a peek at that. Or if you already are downtown. Yes, exactly. <laughs> on night. Exactly. You're going to see notices on all of those little meters around the pavilion that streets are closing. So you will be towed. You're All still right. parked uh, there. Give us an idea of where it is, because we know it's around the pavilion. Absolutely. In, in that uh, rectangular area and so yeah. forth. But how far down and, and around does it go then? So we have the streets closed. So on Dakota, it's going to be closed from 12, or excuse me, from 13th Street through um, 10th Street. Okay. Same on Main Avenue. Mm -hmm. And then 11th Street is going to be closed from Main Avenue up to Minnesota Avenue. Okay. Yeah, so, so it's have a some pretty detours, it's but a, yeah, it's a pretty significant closure. So definitely, you know, keep your eyes peeled. Our partners that, at Traffic Solutions help us to reroute some of that traffic that's coming down 11th, so they don't get there and panic and try to drive straight in somewhere or turn where they shouldn't. So, so you've told us how many vendors you're talking about. Yeah. Do you have any idea how many people? Oh my gosh, tens of thousands. Um, our saying with this event is, you know. 20,000 South Dakotans, either you have to have something for everybody. So we keep that in mind when we're during. But yeah, I mean, we have tens of thousands of people that come down for this festival and it continues to grow. You know, we had a couple years with COVID where there were some lulls and right. still had phenomenal turnouts. Yeah. Um, but we did have some lulls. But man, I tell you, last year we had just the most gorgeous weather. It was such a great day. We were packed. So there's definitely a lot of traffic. I, I mean, people will say, well, what's the best time to come? It's really different for everybody. Depends so, on what you like. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Some people want to get there right away in the morning so they can get first shot at whatever, you know, might be in those booths that day. Uh, some folks are maybe looking for a little bit of a lull. So and really, it's it's just a steady flow throughout the day. You know, what I love is, uh, you know, anytime there's a big event and uh, the news media has a, a coverage of it, and they'll give a number as yeah. to how many people were estimated at it. I always wondered who estimated those, actually. Um, I want to know who estimates those because I'd like them to come estimate right. for us. <laughs> because, you know, I, I see some of them. I've been to some of them. It's going, yeah, yeah, maybe. But I tell you what, if you're downtown on mm -hmm. the Saturday and you're at the Sidewalk Arts Festival, you can attest it is tens of thousands. Absolutely. And that might just be in one block. Right. <laughs> it is. It just it runs a gamut. But like I said, we have so many different things going on that day. There are so many different vendors, um, lots of opportunities for that. We have a really great food court. We have lots of great food trucks that are coming back to join us again this year. We have some new uh, new vendors that are coming for that as well. Um, in addition, we've got some entertainment happening in our sculpture mm -hmm. garden during the day. So you'll have an opportunity to see lots of different dance groups, some um, improv groups, things like that. Um, so don't miss those. Like I said, happening throughout the day, we do have schedules on our website, which is washingtonpavilion.org backslash S-W-A-F. Okay. And so, also pavilion is with one L. Thank you. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, I learned that very early on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a common mistake. I, I often have to remind people. So, yeah. And then we do also have some scheduled science activities that are happening that day as well. Excellent. Those will be in our amphitheater. So we've yeah. got our education team will be down there doing arts activities and then some of those scheduled science activities. We also have a face painter coming. She's incredibly talented. So she'll be there. I'm ready to paint all the kiddos' faces. So Yeah. Now, you mentioned that uh, there was going to be entertainment in that little amphitheater, but uh, you also going to have some live music on the other side then? 
Uh, so up in the sculpture garden, so mm-hmm. just on that east oh, okay. side. Yeah, so just kind of that whole north side of the pavilion yeah. is going to well, be scattered a, with entertainment opportunities. That's a beautiful area, too. It's so gorgeous. We were so, so fortunate that... Um, we have the Paladino Home Sculpture Garden there, so yep. it'll it'll be hopping with live entertainment during the day. So check it out throughout the day. It's constantly changing about every 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah, no doubt about that. Wow. So again, it's this Saturday starting at what time? 9 a.m. and it runs until 5 p.m. Okay. But wow, 2 a.m. people will be there setting up. They sure are. <laughs> they sure are. That's dedication. It is. Yeah. Well, and some of them, I mean, I'm impressed by the booths that these people buy or right. bring with them. It is not just a tent. It is a store. Yeah. So it's impressive. I mean, these folks, a lot of them, this might be their livelihood. So and, this and, might be where well, they true. make the bulk you know, of their I was, funds for the I year. was involved with a festival for a year sure. uh, that uh, traveled around in the upper Midwest and got to realize what it takes mm-hmm. to put that on yeah. and, and what it takes for each of the vendors and all I can say now is obviously, well, God bless Square and Absolutely. Apple Card and everything else. Most definitely. Back when it used to be just cash or you trusted somebody with a check. Right. Whew. I know nowadays most places won't take checks. Yeah. So I, I will say we I, there are certainly vendors that still just take cash. Mm-hmm. So bring some cash, have some cash on hand. Um, but I think a lot of them are accepting credit cards now yeah. so you know bring that debit card or credit card along with you is there the still holidays any... are coming up you guys it's True. time to start shopping exactly you know especially for somebody that knows santa claus pretty intimately yeah um, he knows you know he, he kind of keeps track of days absolutely <laughs> and bookings <laughs> <laughs> hint hint <laughs> is there still an atm inside the pavilion there is yes yep. so yep. if you forgot about it and go oh they only take cash and i don't have enough Absolutely. Go in. Pop into yeah. our first floor lobby right off Main Avenue and you'll be able to access that ATM there. We're also conveniently located within so many different banks um, oh, in our true. community. So you've got opportunities there. Yeah. Um, and if you don't find something that you like at the food festival, guess what? You have all these incredible downtown restaurants as well. Um, I would be remiss, though, if I didn't mention that Leonardo's is doing walking tacos that day mm. from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. So definitely pop in and snag those if you get a chance. And then additionally, part of our fundraiser with the event, because this is one of our largest fundraisers mm-hmm. for the organization, um, we have pop booths or beverage booths throughout the festival. So those are a fundraising opportunity for us. So, And we do take cars now yay <laughs> so be sure to pop over and and support the pavilion purchase some beverages keep hydrated so you can get out there and enjoy your day yeah and wear comfortable shoes oh gosh yes absolutely yeah, yeah it's and uh, don't worry about navigation everybody somehow gets around each other we sure do yeah but, we sure uh, do it, it works well all right so let's talk about the rest of your job then when you're not doing this, yeah. which you say you're doing every day, <laughs> what are you working on for the fundraising and development? Absolutely. So I'm so fortunate to get to work as part of a four-person team. So I have three incredible team members who help out, and we work with all of our corporate sponsors. We work with all of our individual donors. Um, we have other fundraising events that we're working on, and then we have an individual on our team who does grant writing. So we have every area of fundraising covered at the pavilion, which is phenomenal because everybody gives a little differently. And we want to make sure that we're able to reach people where they're at and make sure that we have opportunities that match their passions. And so we love the aspect of getting to know our donors, getting to know our community partners, 
to say what what we have to offer and how we can match up their passion and their goals with what we have to offer at the pavilion. So we get to do that every single day. It's I can't tell you how gratifying it is to be able to see these kids get to come in and experience the pavilion for free or at a reduced cost um, because of the support of those community individuals. We truly could not do what we do without them. Well, I'm glad earlier that you mentioned, you know, uh, what's inside yet for people yeah. on Saturday uh, because there's the different pillars there sure uh, that are. the pavilion has. And uh, it's just so amazing to to see what uh, is displayed there, what the exhibits are, um, you know, what you can learn. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the education of the Washington Pavilion is it's phenomenal. It's endless. It's endless. Yeah. As you said, we have such variety. We have our visual arts center. So if you are in visual arts, um, we have phenomenal galleries. We are an accredited museum, um, which is a, a significant process to go through to become accredited. And that's a really big deal. Um, so be sure to stop in and check those out. We have eight different galleries um, in our visual arts center. We also have our science center, which is hugely popular with families. Always something <laughs> fun to do over there. I tell you, I'm like late 30s and I still find fun stuff to do there. So I'm almost 60 and I love it. Right? Yeah. It's so great. I learn stuff over there every day. Um, and then we of course also I have grandkids as an excuse. I mean, I don't need an yeah. excuse. I, I've got nieces and a nephew that I love to take in there, and they love the pavilion as well. But I'm, I personally just adore it. So, um, and then we have our performing arts, of course, our Broadway series. We have lots of rental groups that come in, so we have books or excuse me, groups that may book our facility and have shows there. And then we also have our education team. So I think that a lot of people maybe don't realize we have a full time preschool program in the Washington Pavilion. We have Graham Academy. know that. Graham Academy Preschool. It's phenomenal. We have a full program. Literally, we have no openings in our preschool. We had waiting lists to start preschool this year. Um, we have lots of different age groups, anywhere three to five. Um, and then, of course, they're, bait, they're split up according to age and such. Um, and then the duration of the program, how frequently they want to come. But it is such a phenomenal program. We have incredible teachers. We have an, um, it's the AASP program. And so they go out into our local schools, after school programs, and mm. they get to do arts and science experiments with kiddos after school. And it is such a cool program. It's actually entirely government funded. Um, so that's a phenomenal program that we're super proud of. Um, we're coming up on the end of five years here with that grant cycle. So we'll be applying um, to have that funded again for an additional five years. What's ahead for the pavilion? What what types of things are you working on? That oh my gosh, you guys, we have so many exciting things happening. We have, um, as you may have heard, we had a really large one point two million dollar gift yes. left to us. So we have some exciting things underway with that. I'm not allowed to talk about them quite yet, <laughs> um, but get stay. Her to jump. <laughs> but do stay tuned because those are some really exciting announcements coming with that. Um, our Broadway series is kicking off. So mm -hmm. the weekend after Sidewalk Arts Festival, we've actually got hairspray coming now. That's a, a pullover from this last season. Right. Um, we They unfortunately had to cancel a couple shows due to some illnesses and things, but those two shows got rescheduled. So those are happening. But then our 20, excuse me, 22, 23 season kicks off in October. So yeah. we have a phenomenal lineup. Starts with Book of Mormon. Such an awesome show. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend if you are ready to laugh. Like it's definitely know what you're going in for. <laughs> 
Um, but just a phenomenal series coming up. Lots of really great artists, exciting things happening. We have the Guild Hall show coming in our Visual Arts Center. So this is a P, uh, excuse me, a show that's coming to us from New York City. Um, it comes from Guild Hall, which is I believe out in the Hamptons, um, but it's it's traveling to us from New York and will be here in October. And that show has. I believe it's over 50 pieces from very well-known artists. So we're talking like Jackson Pollock, Andy Warhol, um, Rauschenberg, lots of really well-known. You would not have an opportunity to see these in South Dakota if it weren't for this exhibit. So it's a really great opportunity. We're we're trying to encourage a lot of our um, educational institutions around us to close those art history books, come (laughs) in and see it firsthand in the pavilion. (laughs) Just a once in a lifetime opportunity to have that here in Sioux Falls. So what's been the most exciting part for you uh, joining the pavilion over the past three and a half years? And what's also been, uh, you know, the most surprising? Oh man, that's a those are great questions. Um, I think the most what was it? remind me of the first question okay. here. What's been most hard. exciting, most and then exciting. what's been most surprising? Most exciting, I think most exciting is the growth that's happening. We have such an incredible team there, so it's fun to see all the different areas um, really come to life and have their identities really starting to emerge. And so we're we're getting into this sweet spot now of all of these programs really just being at the top of their game. And so it's really exciting to see those things happening. Um, I think the most surprising thing um, for me was just, and I guess it wasn't even necessarily a surprise, but um, maybe this just like it, it fulfills you and makes you feel like I'm in the right community is that we live in an incredible community of people who are so generous and so community minded that they're making incredible contributions to better our community and create more opportunities. So not necessarily surprising, but I think it's the, it's one of the things that gives me the most job satisfaction. Um, I get to meet with those people every day and hear their stories and find out um, what they're passionate about and how we can help them bring those passions to life. Well, I enjoyed that. And you just uh, reiterated it here that, uh, you know, you do look for putting the passion together with the person that Absolutely. is, uh, you know, sponsoring or being a benefactor and, and so forth. And definitely yeah. it's, it's so important that they feel connected to it because if, if it's meaningful to them, you know, that it's worthwhile for their investment. Um, you want to feel good that they're making an investment in the community that makes sense for them um, and is going to bring those benefits forward. And so we always want to be sure that, they're getting out of it what they need um, to feel good about it. So whether that be a corporate partner looking for marketing benefits or an individual donor looking to just fulfill um, some needs in the community that they're care that they're really passionate about. So you had mentioned there's some things you can't talk about yet uh, that I are did. coming along. I did. Uh, but what would you personally like to see added to the pavilion that isn't there yet? Oh man, you know it's it's funny. So our curator Cody Henricks, um, oh, super also guy. a Laverne kid. Yes, yep. So Cody and I go way back, and we were just recently talking about um, some potential shows in the VAC. And I said, Cody, how great would it be if we could get a show featuring 
all the different kinds of tattoos and do like live tattooing. Now I say that Darren, Darren, our CEO, I've never said that in front of him. He'd probably be like, guys, this brings (laughs) up lots of concerns, but I thought, Oh man, that'd be such a cool show. Um, and I'm also super fascinated by glass blowing. So I don't know if anybody else got into the show blown away. Um, but I watched it all the time, totally binged it. And I just think that glass work is so beautiful. And so I think it'd be super cool if we could get a really nice, Glasswork show yeah, there. Right. Talk about an art form. Oh my! And it's mind blowing because they go through all this work and then it might shatter. Yeah, they just start over. They're like, "Well, that's glasswork. That's what happens." It's amazing. Right. I want to have that adaptability. <laughs> okay, uh, two questions I like to finish with. Yeah. Uh, first is if you're not part of the entertainment mm-hmm. scene, entertainment and arts, what do you like to be entertained by? I really am a book nerd. Okay. I love books. Um, I feel like they're my escape and it's my little decompression. So at the end of every day I read before I go to bed, but I like thrillers. I'm a weirdo. I like thrillers. I like murder mysteries. Um, I really love true crime podcasts. I'm big time into those. So I listen to those a lot, Um, probably more than I should admit. (laughs) Um, People might question that about me, but yeah, I love, I love podcasts. So favorite author then? Ooh, favorite author. Lately, I've been really into Lucy Foley okay. and Riley Sager. I hope I'm pronouncing his last name correctly. Um, there are a couple of really great art, uh, authors. Um, Karen Slaughter, okay. also You ever phenomenal. read any David Baldacci? My my dad loves oh, David Baldacci. Absolute huge so fan. So good. Right here. He's a great writer. Yeah. He, he sucks you in right away and you don't want to put well, the book down. And you know, I'm I'm not a big uh, conspiracy theorist. <laughs> and he doesn't necessarily write conspiracy theories. Yeah. But through his writings and then especially when you take a look at the back of the book, you know, all of his acknowledgments and so forth as to who helped him understand this, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and it's like, okay, so let's say maybe one-tenth of what he wrote is, <laughs> is true. true. <laughs> I know. It makes wow. you question a lot of things. Yes, it does. I know. No I, read, that. I read certain books about, you know, that kind of subject, too, and I think, oh, my gosh. I've never even thought about that as, like, a, a remote possibility. <laughs> that stuff happens. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any other hobbies, then? Um, I love to camp. I like to camp at some of the state parks and things in the Mm. state. Love outdoors time. Um, And I'm a dog mom, so I love my dogs. So What breed? um, They're rescue babies. Mm -hmm. Uh, So one is is from Dakota Dachshund Rescue. Her name is Sophie. She's an adorable little cream-colored, long-haired dachshund. And then I have Pippa, and she came from Tracy Area Animal Rescue. So she's some sort of chihuahua mix. I'm not certain. (laughs) Um, But she's a puppy. So she's the youngest I've ever adopted. She's my third little adoptee, um, and she's the youngest I've had. So that's been a fun that's been a fun experiment. So. I can imagine so. Yeah, but <laughs> they're balls of energy and love. So, <laughs> Well, uh, speaking of energy, save up yours for Saturday. I will. I'm going to get some good rest, hydrate. All right. Look forward to seeing you down there. Chelsea Cronin from the Washington Pavilion, thanks for being on the show. Thank Appreciate you so much, time. Dave. And we'll be back with more of the Dave Holly Hour 
in just a moment. Sure, they have darts, and you've heard me talk about how ruggedly handsome the trivia host is, but all caps fun never stops at the Sky Lounge and Tea. And fun is best had with your friends enjoying live entertainment, as in live and local. Yeah, the Sky Lounge believes in giving you the best bands, solo artists, and comedians from the area. The Neo Johnsons, Elizabeth Hunstead, Skylar Volks, as well as many others. And a great staff will make sure you enjoy your fun at the Sky Lounge in T South Dakota. Comedy magician and hypnotist Jesse Moffitt's right. He can't play the piano, but he can sure entertain crowds with his amazing magic and clever quips. His shows always make the participants the stars, especially when they've fallen asleep on stage. Uh, I mean, they've been hypnotized. Are you the party planner in your group? Then you owe it to your group to make the event magical, even if it puts you to sleep. Here's how. For booking information, go to Jesse Moffat Entertainment on Facebook. That's J-E-S-S-E-M-O-F-F-I-T-T. Or call 605-929-0964. Arts and entertainment lovers, you hit the mark. It's the Dave Holly Hour. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, you know how I love to say it's always a pleasure because it is. It's always a pleasure to talk local arts and entertainment. It's always a pleasure to have new guests. It's always a pleasure to have repeat guests. Second time on the show for Nick Jackson. How are you, my friend? Dave, I'm better now. Better now that I'm with you. Oh, I like that answer. I'm sure you get that all the time. Well, I use that a lot. Yeah. More than anything, so <laughs> occasionally I get it back. Oh, okay. It's good to receive it. It does okay. return, yeah. yeah. Oh, great to have you, uh, because uh, this Thursday, uh, which is today now as the uh, podcast comes out, mm-hmm. it is the return of Midtown Coffee Radio Hour, yes, another is. season. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. This has been such a fun journey, and I say this because I happen to be on that sure. with you. Uh, and uh, just thoroughly enjoy it. But um, is it where you expected it to be? Is it beyond? What I, What has this led to for you personally? That's a great question, Dave. You mean I use my great one first? He's <laughs> starting off mm. with the big roller coaster. The rest are going to seem <laughs> insignificant. It's. I think what's what's really neat about this is when we created it, my wife and I, Tina. Uh, I don't think we had any expectations. And so, yeah, I guess you could say everything that we've done has been beyond our expectations Mm -hmm. because we haven't had any. Right. And I think that's what's added to so much joy with this. The one thing we've always said is if it ever gets more stressful than it does fun, we're just going to stop doing it. And it was close. It was close one time. Yeah, it was close when we were... You know, trying to find the the group of members that we'd have consistently without having to shuffle through and when we're figuring out sound and figuring out space and all of that. But it yeah, it's never surpassed the the feeling of fun. And so we continue doing it and it's only gotten more fun yeah. as we've gone on. It, it's so, been just a, a thrill for me to, oh, to be a part of it. You're and, such a and, big part uh, of it. I've told you uh, many times uh, that one of my biggest thrills isn't just the performing on my end, but sitting there on the side of the stage and watching all of the band members and how it is just such magic and to see the smiles on everybody's faces. And then when we got a, a you know an upbeat tune and so forth and mm-hmm. the audience is getting into it, it's just such a pleasure. And uh, I equate it to seeing joy. Hmm. You know, when, when I'm in there in that moment, 
and seeing the joy on everybody else's face that gives me joy too and it's mm -hmm. just wow it's it's been quite the ride really yeah and i can't help but smile now because yeah. i know exactly what you're talking about i think anybody who's been to a show knows that feel true it's you're there and you you feel part of it which because you are part of it exactly. if you're in the audience you're you're part of it because it's a live recording right and so everyone gets to partake in that joy and and look around and not just at who's on stage but who's in the audience because everybody's an actor in it we're all we're all <laughs> part of it <laughs> yeah yeah we got a lot of actors in the, in the audience yeah besides actually you know everybody's an actor like shakespeare yeah. the whole world's a yeah. stage but right uh we do have a lot yeah. of uh, other literally. entertainers that are <laughs> yeah. in in the audience uh, most shows uh -huh. and so tonight's show gets us back mm -hmm. and we'll be at uh, the back alley once again at uh, augustana's Morrison Commons, mm -hmm. um, which, yeah, for those that don't know, it actually was a bowling alley at one it time. Was, you can yeah. still see some of the lane prints and so mm -hmm. forth. Uh, and the uh, doors open at 7. Correct. Show will start at 7.30. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, $12? Uh, fifteen. Fifteen dollars. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, because gas really... went up at one point to <laughs> exactly. five bucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we gotta keep pace. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, it's gonna be a fun time. Do we have a particular theme? Yeah, it's a, it's a theme of belonging. Is kind mm -hmm. of the deeper theme. We always have somewhat of a deeper, more sentimental theme, and this one is of belonging, of attachment, of friendship, um, because that's kind of what's permeated within. You know the feel of our show it's a it goes back to a kind of our mission which is we want to create a sense of huga right and if you're not familiar huga is just this sense of coziness the sense right. of uh, i feel safe here i belong it's welcome it's a it's a hot drink on a on a cold winter's night with a blanket and a good book uh so it's a sense of belonging uh and then kind of the the other themes that run through it are, are back to school right um which again permeates that sense of belonging and you know we sent our daughter off to first grade this year and that's that's oh your my. biggest hope i know <laughs> it's, and you just hope that june june feels welcome yeah. you know and that's how we feel with our show we hope you feel welcome we hope that you feel part of the family when you're there. So that's our theme. Well, if anybody's ever had a bad time there at one of our shows, I'm not aware of it. Yeah. Uh, because we all try to get out and uh, say hello to everybody and, mm -hmm. and meet as many people as we can that we don't know. Always say, hey, thanks for coming back to those we do know and so mm -hmm. forth. Uh, so that's always a part of belonging. And like I said, I, I've never heard any negative about it. So yeah, that, that's a very good positive thing. Yeah. I think uh, we give too many very... hugs, too many hugs for it to be negative at the end. There's, it's a lot of hugs. You know what? Now around. I just thought of another T-shirt because first of all, <laughs> we still need to do because we are going to be selling T-shirts now. Are. We have merch. Big step. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we're ready to rock and roll with that uh, size three X, please. Yeah, you're just got in it. case they shrink. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I've I've told you in the past. I think we need to uh, take the old blue Swede and make it huga. Chaka. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. But now, as you just said, you know, giving too many hugs, uh, which is nothing that can take place in my book, uh, a hooga hug. A hooga hug. A hooga. A hooga. A hooga. A hooga. A hooga. Yeah. Hooga? So, yeah, we're on a something hooga there. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. like it. I, I can I can see it uh, popping our way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> How did you get so incredibly talented? Oh, wow, Dave. <laughs> and I don't uh, mean to make that an egotistical question for you, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that that's one of the things that is just so amazing uh, with who we have yeah. in the house blend, mm -hmm. which is the house band. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got a couple of great 
amazing, oh. phenomenal vocalist. Yes. Uh, we have an incredible drummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's Matt Morrison on bass, a uh, bunch of other stuff, whatever yeah. trinkets, toys can be found. Right. He, he can make them sound good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have you, guitar, ukulele, mm-hmm. uh, piano, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you can also play saxophone. Yeah, I haven't busted that out in Midtown yet. No, you yet, haven't. But... It's going to come. It'll okay. come sometime. Good. I yeah. hope so, because right. that's what first made me think of you as a multi-talented uh, person when uh-huh. I saw you in uh, one of Goodnight Theater productions of It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. And you were playing sax, mm-hmm. and I uh, man, this gets good. So Horace's like, <laughs> well, i got to meet him sometime. Yeah. Uh, the rest and then, is history. Yeah. After that, right? it's like, oh, yeah, okay, sure, Dave, I'll be on your program. Oh, <laughs> hey, Dave, we're in a COVID my wife and I want to have a show that's kind of reminiscent of, you know, Lake Wobegon days, mm-hmm. etc. cetera. Uh, you want to be part of it? Well, sure, Nick. I'd love to. Yeah, there was no hesitation. <laughs> and none I, at all. I remember that phone call really clearly. Because <laughs> we got this idea. I want to do it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, uh, so here we are talking about it. Here we are. Almost two years? Almost three. Almost three. Three, three this, this yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Because our first show was a Christmas show. Yep. Yep. Which was just a recording. Yeah. And the first, the first few were that. The first five. Yeah. yeah. They kind of go in chunks. The first five were just us spaced out in masks mm-hmm. in, in, a, in Asbury Church recording. Uh, and then we went to the the summer sessions. Yes. Our first summer <laughs> sessions, which the first one was in our backyard. And then we did a couple at Straw Bell, which was a blast with the guinea fowl in the background yes, and, and who, the cats climbing on the keyboard. Who and, doesn't know how to make the guinea sound now? Oh, I, I don't think I should try. No, blow my ears out right now. Ah, and then and then after that we went to the back alley. Did we yeah. not? Yeah. Yes, we did. So yeah. Okay. Kind of kind of three big chunks. Yeah, I like how that's worked mm-hmm. though. Uh, and uh, we're so thankful to be at uh, Augie. Oh. Uh, and of course, it's very cool because you are an alum. I am. And yeah. uh, as are a few others that are in the group as well. Yeah, it's a it's a full circle experience. Yeah. That's where. That's where we started doing improv back in college with the shout out to the gold milk favorites. We did three years of improv in that space. And then, yeah, to be back there performing again, it's, it's a really, it's a sentimental space and, and I teach there now. And so to to come back to, to Augustana. It's it's sentimental for my wife because she actually bowled there. She did. Yeah. When she went to Augie for a year and a half, I think. Good bowler. Uh, I don't know. You're not sure? No, I'm not sure on that. She can play darts like crazy, though. Okay. Oh, yeah, she's a good dart player. Okay. But, yeah. Hmm. Well, usually that goes hand in hand. That's true. The bowling is good, too. <laughs> yeah, those bar sports. Well, she drinks beer a lot, so that makes her a good bowler right there, doesn't it? I think that's one of the it? prerequisites. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anywho, getting back to that question, that about, uh, you know, mm. what makes you so talented. Um, what came first? Piano? The guitar? piano came first. Okay. The piano came first, and it was a, it was a forceful thing where uh, my mom made right. me take piano lessons until I was sixteen, and Good I job, hated mom. it. Yeah, and in in retrospect, I'm very grateful. But it wasn't until I could quit that I loved it. wasn't being forced to do it. And then I, my high school friends and I made a band together. We were called Independent Majority. Still don't really know what that name means, but we <laughs> thought it was kind of cool. Uh, and then kind of the rest is history. I majored in music at Augie uh, mm-hmm. for a couple of years before I switched to education and um, saxophone, started playing, you know, in elementary school, like most people in fifth grade when you can choose So that was band. your band instrument. Then. Yep, was saxophone, sax. Okay. Yep, alto sax, uh, and kept playing that and then played in the Augie band, played alto and Barry and uh, got the experience there. But 
didn't pick up guitar until senior year of high school. Uh, was pretty. Uh, my first guitar actually has a has a really nice story behind it. My dad passed away when I was a senior in high school, okay. uh, sudden cardiac arrest, and my my class, which was a small class of just under fifty, they they all pitched in and and bought me a guitar because they knew I loved music wow. and I was thinking about you know picking up guitar and so i still have that guitar it's not the one i play in the right. show because it's not the best guitar but it is it means a lot to me no doubt absolutely yeah so that's never took lessons in guitar you're you, self-taught on that self-taught on guitar just kind of learned from friends mm -hmm. um and then the uke was a really new instrument i didn't i didn't play ukulele until it's a wonderful life when I heard that song that I really thought we should we should play, and so I was like, oh, "I'll learn ukulele for this." And then you, you sound like one of those actors that when they're filling out the uh, the resume and, and the sheet part about, "Well, can you ride a horse?" Oh, of course yeah. I can ride a horse. Absolutely. Can you play ukulele? Of course I can play ukulele. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the uke has been a lot of fun. It's yeah, yeah. I yeah. So, Do you feel Hawaiian or anything when you play it? I don't. Oh, yeah, I wish okay. I did. Maybe yeah. if I was wearing a shirt like you today. I think I, so. <laughs> that's that's what it needs. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So yeah, Christmas present idea for Nick is uh -huh. a Hawaiian shirt. There it is. All yep, right, that one. That. Actually, just give me the one just off your one? back right now. Okay. I can. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little soggy because it's humid out today. <laughs> that's okay. I'm feeling the same. <laughs> well, you rode your bike over here, yeah, didn't you? Right. Yeah, I'm okay. feeling soggy too. Yeah. All right. That would make it that way. No matter we hugged anyway, and yeah. we would regardless. Absolutely. No, we'd hoo. <laughs> We'd hooga. Hooga hugga. We'd hooga hugga. Yeah. Hooga hugga. We still have to workshop that. Yeah, we do. Right. But we'll get it down, I'm sure. Oh, and without a doubt. Available maybe by Christmas time maybe. for all of you fans. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. it could be a hooga holiday. Oh, there we go. Or a hooga day. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. One I'm, of those. I'm in the marketing mode right now. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. That's good. It's, we it's need all it. going over. We need that. <laughs> what is the difference playing? Because we see it. Oh, look at that. He's got that little small guitar out there. Uh -huh. Tell us the differences between a guitar and a uke in the approach to playing it. Obviously, you still got to use your fingers. You've got to strum. you got to pick and so forth. Mm -hmm. But right. what makes it more difficult? I, I mean, honestly, the uke is a lot easier. Easier? Than the okay. guitar. Maybe it's got two less strings. So uh, there's less things that you're thinking about. Um, I did try bass for a while one time. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. maybe I, there's hope for me yet. Oh, there's always All hope. these Hawaiian shirts and a ukulele and I'm good to go. It makes sense. Yes. Let's, let's switch roles this show. Okay. Actually. Yeah. yeah. That you would work great. Yeah, I think so. It's, though, the ukulele. As long as we play Jesus Christ Superstar on the piano, because that's the only song I know to use both hands. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, the uke has been fun. It's been, the fingerings are, are really quite simple, I think, after you play guitar. Uh, it's all really accessible because it's so much smaller. Mm -hmm. um, so you're not going to stretch your fingers, blister them like yeah. You know, the strings are really, really easy to push down. Yeah. You know, different different material than kind of mm, the, the bronzy yeah. of the guitar. But yeah, it's it's nice. I do forget sometimes when I'm in the middle of a song. You know how the chord goes. I in my head it gets mixed up how a D looks on guitar versus how a D looks on you. <laughs> and last minute, you know, pull through. But yeah, it's been fun to pick that up. So what's the instrument you don't play that you want to give a shot? Oh, I have a, I would really, I envy Crystal, our, fiddy, oh. our fiddle player. She is top notch. The best. Yeah. I mean, really. And she would never say it, which a mm. lot of times the best are like that, right? She's True. so humble. And 
I don't know the story behind it, but I'm pretty sure she's a South Dakota fiddle champion. I think that was tossed around somehow. Yeah. I don't know where these competitions take place. I'd like to watch them. Um, but I, if there was one instrument, I wish, you know, my daughter, June, who's six is really starting to, she hears music around the house all the mm -hmm. time. And so she's showing interest. I'd love to push her toward violin fiddle and just to have, have that sound in the house. I, maybe I'll take lessons from Crystal. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to learn the violin. I think that would be amazing. And you know, the, the great thing about her is, uh, you, I think the first time she and I met, uh, I got to interview her as part of the show. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I said, well, are you a fiddle player or a violinist? And she was right on it about being a fiddle player. Yes. But boy, some of the things that she uses that fiddle for uh, when she chimes in on some songs are just elegant. Oh, yeah. The style that she can switch between between playing, you know, long kind of whole notes that just she's another harmony. She's another voice. Mm -hmm. You know, you have you have Marn and, and Wade and then you have Matt adding a third harmony. Oftentimes she adds a fourth harmony. She she brings in a note that you wouldn't think would fit with the mix yeah. and it just meshes so beautifully. It's it's like someone singing, but she's Very playing, much, playing yeah. from her instrument. It's amazing to, mm -hmm. to hear. Right. Okay. So you might want to do the, see, I, I thought maybe you were going to be a, a blues harmonica. Blues harmonic. That would be fun. Yeah. Now, Wade has promised to learn the harmonica for our group. Really? He has not. How long ago did he make this, this promise? This was the beginning. <laughs> this was almost three years ago. So uh, I don't know. I feel like maybe we gave him an ultimatum. Well, I'm just going to tell him he can't walk his dog past our house anymore. There you go. Yeah. Unless he's Sorry. got a harmonica in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Bandit, <laughs> you're welcome, but dad's not no. unless he learns how to play the harmonica. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all know that about Wade. He's all talk and no walk. So it's, it's about time someone said it. Yeah. Let's, so I'm here let's, today. Okay. Saying it. Publicly, it's on record now. Watch out. Yeah. Yeah. So learn the harmonica, Wade, for goodness sakes. Uh, is there anything you think that Matt Morrison can't play? Absolutely not. No. May I mean, you could give him something that's not an instrument. You could give him, I'm looking, you know, at a litter box. Yeah. And, and he'll learn to play and, and make play some type box. of beautiful sound out of yeah. a litter box. Right. It's it's really, he's he's so, he just morphs to whatever yeah. you need him to do. Vo vocally or instrumentally. Uh, and pleasantly. And pleasantly. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's, we're, we're all, everyone is just such a good human. Yeah. And to just be around these people, we look forward to it. You know, we, I think a lot of people are surprised when they find out how quickly we pull these shows together. Mm -hmm. We do, we do our first rehearsal is just a vocal rehearsal. Mm -hmm. um, and then we do a second rehearsal that's full band. Yeah. Where we work out the instrument. And then our third rehearsal is our run through right it is our dress rehearsal the where only we, one i have to where be we to. loop dave in yeah <laughs> and that's we run the show yeah. and then we perform it i i, I ever since about the, the second episode maybe uh i've told your wife tina i said you write it i'll read it yeah <laughs> <laughs> makes it quite easy on me oh yeah. yeah and the reason i say that is we all wish we could be together more true you know but it's it's a group of like we've said everyone is involved in yeah so many other things because everybody's so multifaceted true i mean tyson's right now playing at a wedding and he he actually funny story he just sent a picture of where he's playing at a wedding and in the name is midtown so he's playing <laughs> at an event place called midtown today beautiful yeah. did he get you know, so he got pictures he got pictures yes yeah. yep he even he even sketched in there with a little pad that you can draw in a picture right with. 
after Midtown, he wrote, ow, wow, 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 <laughs> like in our theme song. So, Well, you know, uh, right after we started, uh, Carrie and I and a friend uh, went to uh, the state capitol, mm. like the first mm. week of December or something. And we stopped in Chamberlain on the way to have breakfast right across from Midtown Coffee. It's just, or, or it wasn't coffee, but right. it was Midtown. So I was like, yeah. got to get a picture of it because we're going to need these for an album someday. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just showing up everywhere. <laughs> the, the writing is, yeah, it's there. Well, it's you know, I, I know that one of your actual big dreams would be to have a Midtown Coffee shop. Yeah, that is, you know, we don't ever really explain it in the show, but... right. We are, this is based out of a hypothetical coffee shop mm -hmm. called Midtown Coffee, which my wife and I have wanted to start since we moved back to Sioux Falls right. four or five years ago. Uh, and we want to start it in Midtown Sioux Falls, what we consider Midtown Sioux right. Falls, yeah. which, you know, there is a Midtown Dental yes. in our neighborhood. I, I, so I've someone's already coined many it. many times. Right. It is yeah. actually Midtown Sioux Falls, according to Midtown but Dental. Not a, but not a Midtown Coffee. You know, but there's no Midtown Coffee. Yeah. And there really is a lack of coffee shops. In that part of Sioux Falls. There is. You know, that's the that's the whole thing about it. You know, I, I recall many, many years ago over there at 26th and Western mm -hmm. in that strip mall. Yeah. That there was something kind of kitschy and so forth. But before coffee shops were big and, you know, they in on that uh, inside uh, area yep. where you walked past all the shops on the inside of the building. Yeah. And there were a couple little tables sitting out and mm -hmm. people would have some tea and crumpets or something. Yeah. Right. But it wasn't a, you know, Hey, look, we're a coffee shop. Yeah. And, uh, and you're right in that area over near Spellerberg park and so forth. Mm. Nah. Co coffee desert. Yeah. And it's so park Ridge. Yeah. The name of yep. that, that strip mall. They've had a, a, a space open in there since we moved back oh, and they have yet to rent it out. And so it's just been, and we live literally a block from there. True. And so it would be an extension of our home, which, right. you know, is is quite... It's quite hooga to begin with. It is. Yeah. And it's that's kind of what we go for with this Midtown Radio Hour, too. It's it's extension of our home. Yeah. You know, and that's that's kind of the feel that we want to keep. But Tina's actually going to some some business classes right now. Uh, and is, is maybe it's on the gonna, radar yet, It's then. on the radar okay. still. And good, so good, good. Perhaps one day Midtown Coffee Radio Hour will, in fact, perform out of Midtown Coffee. That would be excellent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I look forward to that. Uh, let's see. Uh, so Midtown Coffee uh, and the Midtown Coffee Hour, a little fictitious, but the joy the experience is all real mm -hmm. and that's what we love about it uh, and you know you have a a hooga nook we do in, in your house yes very cool spot uh but uh you know our little apartment here where the dipsy doodle uh studios are located we kind of think of it as a, a hugo apartment absolutely it's very cozy that's the because it's only 660 square foot it has nothing but to be cozy <laughs> you have to be hugo <laughs> It's incredible. That's the vibe I got as soon yeah. as I walked, even oh, outside. Yeah. You know, True. I walked in through the backyard, yep. which is already a sign of hooganess, right? I'm uh, coming very in the back so. way. And then you, oh yeah, so you walked past yeah. the under famous, the lights. yeah, under the lights and the Firefly Oasis. Yes, Firefly Oasis. Carrie was out there already grilling, yep. so. Yeah, she's quite the lady. Oh, yeah. I got lucky there. Indeed. See, uh, think of the great things I've had in my life. An incredible wife. And an incredible group to belong to. Mm. It's been so much fun. It has. As it always is. 
And with you especially, uh, you know, we get into some great conversations. Uh, but uh, if you were to have, well, I, I'm going to throw out the usual questions at the end again. Uh, <laughs> but if you were to have a conversation, that living or dead thing, mm. who would you want it to be with? That's a great question. Oh, um, started off with one, we're ending with one. Right. I'm going <laughs> to, with anybody, you know, I... I'm going to go full circle here. I mentioned my dad earlier yes. with the gift of the guitar. So he passed when I was 18 uh, and I'm 37 now. So he's been gone half my life, yeah. you know, to, to think about that. He never met my wife, Tina, you mm. know, he hasn't met my kids obviously. Right. And so I'd love to have a conversation with him, you oh, know, wow. to have him Great come back answer. and, yeah. and, and see the man that I've become and to, to meet his grandkids and yeah. to meet Tina. It's, you know, I'll I'll talk with Tina about it, and she'll say that she feels like she knows him because right. of, of of what I've shared. But yeah. and, and it's always I just forget that she hasn't met him. My kids don't know him as Grandpa, and so that would be that would be great yeah. to do that. I, I tell you that uh, reminds me of um, you know my own father uh, is has only been gone four years now. Um, and lived to be 92. So, hmm. you know, I've had a full life with him and so forth. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you stop missing anybody and so forth. Right. But I just have a feeling, one of the things I like to tell other people uh, when it comes up on Facebook and so forth, that uh, a parent has passed away and it's a, it's a friend, but I never met their parents and so forth. I always like to tell them the same thing. And I, this truly applies here, is that I can only judge them off of the person that i know mm. and so i'm going to say your dad was a hell of a guy thanks for saying yeah that. and because uh, you are and uh yeah tina and and your kids just uh, a fantastic uh place that you have and the the world that you've built around you um and just to look forward to see what's uh, coming up more uh, as we make our way down the line again uh, tonight at uh, seven o'clock is when the doors open mm. And then 7.30 is the show for Midtown Coffee Radio Hour. Uh, it's a $15, and that is on Eventbrite or Venmo or how do we pay? Or, or show just, up. Just and, show up and pay. And pay, yeah. And we'll, we'll have a we'll Squarespace reader. We're making a lot of improvements. <laughs> oh, you know? And you get free drinks. Yes. You get free drinks. Themed drinks. Themed. to Augie. Thanks. Yes, we have an in through there ashley bolin shout out to ashley bolin for getting us themed drinks every time you know pro bono i appreciate yeah, that yeah fantastic yeah. in the meantime then to end this conversation the typical two questions uh you've already answered them before because you've been on but you know new listeners all the time and yeah. so forth and, and maybe my answers changed yeah they exactly you know you know the answer could have changed uh also uh the fact that the people did hear it the last time forgot it uh so <laughs> When you're not part of the arts and entertainment scene, what do you like to be entertained by? Hmm. I am a huge sports fanatic, as I know you are mm -hmm. in some realms. And so for me, playing or watching, playing right now, volleyball, sand volleyball yeah. is is my, my go-to. It's nice. It's a lifetime sport. You know, I played soccer all growing up. You and haven't had any knee replacements yet. Not have yet. You? Okay. Not yet. No. <laughs> so far, it's a lifetime sport. <laughs> uh, and then watching. I mean, football season's coming. In fact, 
you know, as this is coming out on Thursday, that's the opening night. Opening night. Right. Yeah. So we'll see how that affects our audience. You know, yeah. for some, I think our audience. Is I think kind we're of, good. Yeah. I think it's yeah. a different crew, <laughs> but we actually, a little sneak peek. We have a, we have a skit that is, uh, it harkens to fantasy football. So uh-huh. if you're a fan of that, make sure to check it out. All righty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other hobbies? Other hobbies include being a dad, figuring that thing out full time with a six and a three year old. Um, That takes up most of my time, Dave. Um, Well, and then uh, two wheels. Yes, biking. Yeah, I biked here today. Yeah, you did. You know, we got this really amazing bike. I don't know if you've seen it yet. It's a it's a cargo bike. It's a Yuba. The brand is Yuba. They're out of California. We bought it at Spoken Sport. Shout out to Spoken Sport. We've we've I think we've had skits with them on our show too. but this bike is incredible. I can fit my six and three year old on the back. Oh, sweet. This, it has a couple seats on the yeah. back and they hang on to these like monkey bars while we ride and their feet have a little platform and I got a huge basket in the front that I can put backpacks in or groceries. And so we're cruising all around town in that a little thing. little picnic stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sweet. And it's an electric bike. And so, really? yeah. So I feel like a superhuman riding that because my kids are together over a hundred pounds mm-hmm. this bike is about 65 pounds so it's i need that e feature so it's that's been a lot of fun that's excellent yes all right well this has been a lot of fun uh, nick jackson always. thank you so much always appreciate your time and uh, being on the show and look forward to being on stage with you tonight yeah we'll see you tonight all right we'll be back to wrap up the day poly hour in just a moment helping women feel empowered and confident is what posh boutique at the bridges at 57th does while supplying high quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at The Bridges at 57th. Ladies, when it's time to give your nails some love, get that extra special treatment from Quality Nails on South Minnesota Avenue in Sioux Falls. Manicures and pedicures that look great and make you feel fantastic. Zaya and Tony provide professional care for your hands and feet, whether you just want the basics or an extra special look with added flair. Oh, and guys, it's okay to treat yourself too. Quality Nails. Call for an appointment. 605-334-1463. Isn't that nice? Thanks once again to these great guests, Chelsea Cronin from the Washington Pavilion and Nick Jackson from a show that I'm involved with as well, Midtown Coffee Radio Hour. Most of all, thank you for your interest in uh, Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. Now, if you haven't done so so far, follow us on Facebook. Twitter, and Instagram. Don't forget Facebook and Instagram. If you follow us there, you are automatically entered to win a pizza with a podcaster. Don't forget all 146 episodes are always online and available at DaveHollyHour.com. As Art South Dakota says, home is where the art is. As I like to say, put some art in your heart. Remember, my name is Dave Holly, and for me, every day is a holiday. The Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by Posh Boutique, The Sky in Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Ale Hop Brewery Tours, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and Sonny's Pizzeria. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, simply buy Dave a cup of coffee. 
Go to DaveHollyHour.com and look for a coffee cup icon in the lower left. Don't forget to stay up to date on the show on Twitter and Instagram. Follow the Dave Holly Hour on Facebook and you'll be automatically entered in our Pizza with a Podcaster contest. The Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment. Thanks for listening. 